Welcome into From the Nosebleeds. It's a very exciting edition on the eve of opening day, Tower's favorite day of the year. But uh, Seamus Doyle alongside Vince Lobiondo. And Vince, we are without Patrick, who is forced to um, go to the 76ers game tonight. Yuck. And yeah, it's a, you know it's not it's not a pretty time to be a 76ers fan because you know we're that much closer to the playoffs and we all know what happens you know that time of the year. So Pat's going to be missed, but hopefully he gets some satisfaction out of being at the Wells Fargo. If they tonight. lose, we have to officially stamp the mush uh, thing on the Pat. Uh, I I think he'll be zero and two. Well, zero and two, and the first one was at a playoff game. All right, so <laughs> you know, wait, what year? It, uh, last season. Last pl- I forget, uh, you know, which round. How many rounds did the Sixers make? Two. Yeah, two. I, 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 yeah. Not even a question. question. Well, it was ironic question. It was sarcastic, but whatever. Vince didn't pick up on it. That's okay. But, yeah, so we're going to miss Pat tonight. We hope he has fun with Wayne Dedman down there at the Wells Fargo Center. You know, with uh, who, who else? Who, what other backup's going to be in the lineup? Greg, They're bringing Greg Monroe back. Greg Monroe's coming back. Uh, I hope for the sake of my fantasy basketball team that Joel Embiid plays. Dr. J is going to be in attendance probably again, uh, <laughs> praising us and telling us that Tobias Harris is a legitimate, you know, oh, franchise wait, legend. Can we, but I, thank God you brought this up. I want to uh, touch back. Uh, I listened to last week's episode. Yeah. And I got it pretty fucking hard in the uh, opening about the Bruce Springsteen show. And I need to clear the air. <laughs> <laughs> I need to clear the air. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. I do need to hear it. Well, this is, this is assaulted this man. <laughs> <laughs> this is opening day week. All right. Oh, all right so I need to clear the air first. So right. we can, this is weighing heavy on me. Trey Turner's waiting. So uh, true and false will play with this. Right. It is true. That I this might, is already deflecting, by the way. It is true that I might have uh, overindulged in you know what Seamus had alluded to, but it is false the way that I was described that I was kicking him. <laughs> this no, was I mean, playful. Is, it was playful. It was not playful. And I was laughing, and I was saying, like, come on, Shane, like, I'm giving you the UFC calf kick. It was not playful. It, I guarantee you, you don't even now, remember that moment. Now, Every, everybody Bruce, plays that game. Now, the skitzing, the skitzing about the cops thing. So that started Another as, true. It started, it's, I don't even know whether to say true or false, because it started as a joke and a bit, but in my, like, clouded state of mind i realized after about 15 minutes i had overplayed the bit and i had to just fully commit to it i don't buy that at all i mean i it's a it's a convenient way of wiggling yourself out of a situation uh you were embarrassed on a podcast uh you you weren't able to defend yourself which i wasn't it was sort of a low blow oh and then last but not least i i know you guys said i was hard to read yeah i had a good time i just don't know all the songs vince i will say one thing all right i i don't want to spend too much time on this because you know phillies but i will say this when you asked when you asked me hey is this it meaning is this all (laughs) that was was all the people that are showing up for bruce 45 (laughs) minutes before the concert started that was literally the fuck that was the fuck with you and no it was look how much it worked don't you can't say this we're what over a week later right and you're still talking about it 100 percent worked However, it was annoying, and I do not buy that you were, you know, just jokingly assaulting my legs. <laughs> I, I don't buy that at all. I think that this was, you know, you were so gone. It's you a good were, goof. I'll yeah, give him that. The, uh, the, the devil's lettuce really took you for a ride, all right? That, that's what I believe, and that's okay, all right? Because you're a hardworking man. You can indulge a little bit if you want, just responsibly. I don't know why you're so mad. You were so miserable at that concert anyway. Mm-hmm. You didn't even have a good time. He did I look ha- miserable in the picture as well. <laughs> all of I them. Wait, no. Not a picture. All of them. That's not I didn't, objectively false. I don't remember why I didn't get in the picture. <laughs> I think it's just my self-consciousness. Well, listen. I mean, you were... I'll tell you why. Uh, never mind. 
You, you didn't want to get in the picture because you didn't know where the hell you were by the time glory days ended, all right? So, listen, all in all, I had a good time. I got what I needed out of it, despite, you know, how I looked. I looked miserable. I didn't look miserable. It doesn't matter. I had fun. That's the only thing I know. Would you go to another Spruce concert with Vince? I already got two. Uh, I'm already going to two more shows in August at Citizens Bank Park. So, all right, I He's have an extra He's coming back ticket. already? He's coming back in August. This man doesn't stop. Jesus. This isn't your Mr. Steely Dan over there, all right? This is a real well, rock and roll legend. It's a one man carrying the rest of the crew, so. Becker died, didn't he? Um, that's a shame. Yeah, that was like five years ago. That's a shame. All right, well, Vince, I'm glad. Uh, did you enjoy the show, at least? Yes, I did. All right, so that's pretty good. So, opening day <laughs> for the Philadelphia Phillies is tomorrow, and I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your expectations for this season. Now, some people are a little bit going overboard with the, um, the, the negative attitude with this team so far already. Wow, Philadelphia sports fans being negative? It, Who it, could have ever saw this coming? It's annoying me, and I hate to bring it back to this guy, and there's but. a theme on this podcast between me and this specific Philadelphia sports athlete. I right? wonder God. who. I wonder who His it is. His name rhymes Montrez with Sheesh Moskins. <laughs> and that would be one Reese Hoskins. Now, you hate to see Reese go down with that injury. A horrend- It looked horrendous. Um, you don't hate it. I, I actually did hate it. Because Bryce Harper is not, is not there for you. You need power in that lineup. And Reese is one of the better power hitters, in, probably the best power hitter in that lineup, outside of Bryce Harper. What about Kyle? Seamus, we were Kyle tweeting Sh- positively about Reese 30 seconds before the injury. Uh, yes. Um... <laughs> We were going back so, and forth, and then we were like, and he's dead. And he's dead. And You were tweeting positively about Reese? That, uh, that 100% explains well, why got, the injury happened at that very moment. Positive mush. Well, Reese got a little seeing eye single through the left side, and I was like, oh, good. Like, I, I was trying to get myself hype about it, all right? Like, maybe Reese is going to hit for a higher average this year and all this. Can we also talk about how it is completely true and valid to say that he injured himself on a routine play? That's another thing. All right, I I, I don't want because he's a fucking terrible defender. And let me preface this for all you fucking Reese Hoskins weirdos who even listen. I don't know why you would even listen because you know Seamus is like the face of Reese Hoskins hate somehow. But criticizing a player doesn't mean I think he's like a piece of shit. Reese Hoskins, good guy, seems like a good locker room guy. Seems like everyone loves him. That doesn't mean I have to pretend like he's better than he actually is. And he and isn't saying that he injured himself on a routine play. And he's a bad defender doesn't mean I'm happy he got hurt. All right, These let, are all true statements. Let, let me circle back to the original reason why I brought this up. A lot of people are saying Reese Hoskins, you take that 30 homer, 100 RBI bat out of the lineup with Bryce Harper also being absent for an extended period of time to begin the season, and you're in trouble. I counter with this. Dave Dombrowski went out there and asked John Middleton, hey, uh, can I have money so I can grab, you know, the best free agent on the market, the best free agent position player on the market in one Trey Turner? And Trey Turner more than makes up for Reese Hoskins' production that's going to be lost. In this regard, though, Trey Turner is not a power hitter, although he can hit up to, you know, 20, 25 homers. He can do that. We're all baseball class. But but he will hit 300 or, or above his MVP season, 322. I'm expecting that uh this year in philadelphia listen alec bohm came into spring bigger stronger and actually showed some results uh with the long ball in in spring training so listen reese hoskins 30 home runs is going to be replaced by Derek hall who you saw come up last year when bryce harper went down he's got a sweet swing he's hitting both lefties and righties so far in spring that power is going to be made up for by by these guys by alec bohm by Derek hall I by Nick Castellanos, probably. 
well, that that one scares me, and I'm not ready to go there yet. Uh, but all I'm saying is, to to wrap up the Hoskins point, do not sweat about Reese Hoskins going down. It might be end up being a blessing in disguise in a way because he's in a walk year anyway. It's like, all right, you know, the last time I see Reese Hoskins, uh, not ideally being carted off a spring training field, not ideal, right? But if that's what it is, that's what it is. All right, I I'm not bringing him back next year anyway. So. It is what it is. They're going to have to find out how to replace that power, and I don't think they're going to have any issues. I got a little nugget for you. Derek Hall, nine home runs and 41 games played. You mark that out of 162 games, 36 home runs. And the argument, the, the counter to that is, well, he can't hit both lefties and righties consistently, and he hasn't proven to do that at the big league level so far. He only got one opportunity last year when Bryce went down, and he made, and he made the most of it. And Derek Hall deserves a spot on in that lineup, and I think he's going to. I I listen. I would say a twenty-five home run performance by Derek Hall this year. He's going to be your first baseman, first lefties and righties. I don't want Alec Bohm going from third to first. He already is comfortable at third. He's already improving. You don't want to stun his progression. You don't want to stun his progression over there. And I don't, I don't think the Phillies will will do that. I think Derek Hall is go, is going to be fine replacement for Reese Hoskins, who you're not missing defensively, like we mentioned. No, so, it's terrible. Terrible. But, uh, you know, expectations of this team. I could make some of the plays he doesn't make. No, you And couldn't. I haven't picked up a fucking baseball glove in 10 years. Probably ever. I mean, I've, I've never seen you play baseball. But, you know, I, I believe you. Hey, I, I used to play. But seriously. I was like 12. This team is so slept on nationally and locally now because is Reese it? Hoskins went down. Yes, they are slept on. Atlanta Dog, Atlanta can do they no just wrong. They went to the World Series. Can but, I... By f- by a fluke. Let me make one statement here for all the Philadelphia Phillies fans that are feeling negative because Reese Hoskins got hurt. If Reese Hoskins was the one thing keeping you from be- like being negative, then this team was never that good in your eyes. I I agree. Reese Hoskins that. should not make or break your baseball team, and and he won't. He uh, won't. A guy who is a butcher at first, and a guy who will give you two weeks of production and two months of shit. Well, that's pretty much what it is, and but. Overall, and then and then go two for twenty fucking whatever in the World Series. But Vince, overall, it does get made up for. Like meaning, at the end of the day, those stats are there. Those thirty homers are there. Those hundred RBIs are there. At the end of the day, and I'm saying that does mean something. Fake stats, Lo- but, fake numbers. I'll buy them. But losing Reese Hoskins, and I said it the day it happened, does impact this team in a negative way. But I think they have other ways of making up for that lost production. I know you said you're scared to talk about it, but like that, the per- the potential of Nick. Nick Castellanos, like, having a better year than last year is there, and it's not, like, an irrational thing to expect. I completely expect it. I'm not there yet. I, I don't think there's any choice for me but to expect it because it's just last year is not who he is or who it, he's been. It's not who he is, but at the same time, if you want to dig a little deeper, playing at Great American Ballpark is literally a it's a bandbox. I know Citizens Bank Park is a bandbox, too, allegedly, even though last year the power numbers were down. Uh, both with uh, visiting teams and the Phillies for that ballpark since it opened. But I, I think Castellanos was so comfortable in a small market in Cincinnati, and he was just doing his thing. No stress. Nobody was on the radio giving out his you know home address. Uh, you know, no stress in that little market, and he balled out quietly. Did that happen? Yes, it did happen. He was injured last year. Calm down. He was not injured last year. He banged up his wrist or something, and he was never the same after that. Wrist oblique. He was banged up all year he, long. He was two months. He was healthy. He was a three fifteen batter. No, he wasn't. He, um, he, he that's was the stats. Okay, he was not healthy. I mean, he was not injured all of last season. No, he was too, he was healthy for two months, and he batted 
315 in those two months. Yeah, but that's such a small sample size for him. What about what? But does that explain the chasing the down and away off speed pitches? Like, I mean, that was his kryptonite all season. He looked lost at the plate, man. That's more than an injury. And I, I, I don't know. He looked absolutely lost during the playoffs, especially during the World Series. His at bats were absolutely brutal. I know defensively he showed up, which is another reason why I hate the guy. All right, I, I will go. I will what? go. I will go hate. <laughs> for Nick Cassianos right wow. now. But he has time. He has time to win me back. He has time to win me over, okay? Because here's what he said, and we covered this before. When he made those defensive plays, the national media is there because it's the playoffs, right? The Atlanta series, all this, makes those unbelievable plays. Uh, what happened with your defense, man? He was asked, like, yeah, it looks pretty good out there. He literally said, oh, yeah, it's the playoffs now, so I care. I was like, dude, come on, man. Like, you don't care in April, May, June, July. All right, I get it. Why should he? But don't say that. Like, just don't say that. That's a bad attitude. And I, I think he has a horrible That's like, attitude. That is a perfect way to get, like, Philadelphia to hate you. Because, like, we're known as, like, the blue-collar city that all you got to do is try your hardest and we'll love you. But, Vince, what would you consider a nice, sufficient bounce-back season for Nick Castellanos? Like, what are we talking here? Because he's not going to go from hitting, what, 260 last year with zero power how many home runs did he have? 13 last year or something it's like that? It's mostly an increase in the power, I would expect, more so than the average. But that is a devastating blow to go from 35 home runs to a meager 13. I know, and that's why I think it was a fluke, man. It was just a bad year. May, and, and it very well may have been. I'm not saying he's going to bounce back and hit, like, you know, a fuck ton of home well, runs. What's reasonable, then? I, I could see him, you know... Uh, getting upwards of 25 25 home runs i mean listen i'll take it obviously because last year i mean you know he doubles the amount of homers if he does i mean i'm 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 putting 25 at the floor like i think that is what he could get like i think at least if i had to put that like i'd optimistically say like maybe 30 plus it's just i i I don't see it like he's he's gonna have to prove that to me yeah i I watch a lot of spring training games because i'm a sicko uh i'm I'm a sicko but so i watch a lot of spring training games and people were saying, man, he looks a lot more comfortable at the plate. He's making better decisions in the batter's box. I didn't see it. I, I saw him chasing that down and away off speed pitch again, which killed him last season all year. I seen him, you know, lazily walk up to the plate like he doesn't want to be there like he did all last year. Uh, it's just he's got a he negative. He does have terrible body language. Horrible have, body language. And, and you know, it kind of sucks. Like, listen, I'm hoping we get it this year, but um, I remember when we first signed him, and people were putting together, you know, fucking hype uh, highlight videos. I was of the most excited person when they signed him. People were putting together the videos of, like, his hype, like, when he would, like, slide in the home and, like, scream in the catcher's face. And, like, his, like, swag when he would hit a homer and, you know, fucking spike the bat. And, like, like he just didn't bring any of that energy last year. Like, it was gone. He, he walked he walked very, like, uninspired up to the box. And then he walked with his head down every time he struck out. There was no energy. It, there- it didn't really look like he even wanted to be there. No, it, cer- I, it certainly did. I, I can't explain if that's just a result of him like not playing as well, and maybe it really like got him down in the dumps, and his energy just kind of fully went away. But like, I'm hoping to see that more than not more than anything because you, can't you want use the results that as an excuse as no. a, as a guy that just got paid all that money, given a massive contract, been in the league forever and ever and ever, going back to the to his Tigers days. You can't give me the oh, I'm not playing well, so I'm done now. I'm mentally checking out. You can't give me well, that. Well, I'd love to know Not what the... Not in Philadelphia. But I, I'd like to know what the problem would be then for him after getting paid so much to go from a year where he was on the Cincinnati Reds and he was fired up, had tons of energy, played amazing. Got a broadcaster and then, fired. And then he... <laughs> 
<laughs> then he came As here. There's a drive into deep left. <laughs> and then he came here, and you know whether it be connected or not, he had no like fire to him. Well, my my initial like thought, did he truly lose all of the fire no, with the money? No, I think that may, it may have been. I got my I got my bag. It looked more like 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 literal like sadness than just like un. Uninterest. I, I don't know. If that I, makes any listen, sense. I, I don't know if he was sad, if he was happy or not. I, all I know is that he sucked. I mean, what was his most memorable? He, he sucked. His most memorable moment of the regular season was because obviously the most memorable moment of the season for him was the catches in the postseason. Other than that, what was it? Arguing with Jim Salisbury? <laughs> and like, <laughs> that's like, all I remember from Nick Castellanos the regular season. By the way, a reasonable question was that was asked by Jim, but I'm not going down that rabbit hole again. I, I it, tend it was to just agree. his attitude is just absolutely horrendous, and it would work if he was good. If, if he could be the Nick Castellanos of Cincinnati lore, okay, is what I'm going to call it. If he could be that Nick Castellanos, be an asshole all you want. Yeah, be an asshole all you want. This city will love you for it. But, no, he couldn't back it up. But the thing is, the type of asshole he was on the Reds was like a swaggy, he had, cocky asshole. It was Bryce Whereas, Harper. Like, it was Nationals Bryce the Harper. The Jim Salisbury thing was more like lashing out asshole. Yeah. Like angry. Yeah. Very like, angry. It's two different types of being an asshole. Yeah, no, I agree. And I honestly, to close up the Nick Castellanos talk on this show for today, I hope you're right. I hope he bounces back because this team is going to need him to step up, yeah. especially with Hoskins it, and Harper being out. Him, and you're getting paid a lot of money, buddy. If he could reach, you know, my my optimistic, you know, like number of like thirty ish home runs, like that would do a great job in making up for the power you lose with Reese, because then other guys don't have to like go crazy to make up for the power you're losing. So let, let's talk about tomorrow's starter, or Thursday's starter, um, for the Phillies in Aaron Nola. Uh, news came out last week that uh, contract talks have ceased with, um, with, with Nola's camp and the Phillies. And I'm concerned for a couple reasons. Number one, Zach Wheeler's not getting any younger either. You can't rely on that guy. You know, he, he, he went through his... His injuries in September last year, which could have been an absolute disaster if that carried into the playoffs. Thankfully, he was fine. There are like velocity questions with him, obviously, but we'll yeah. see. We'll see. If you lose Aaron Nola and let him walk, what happens next? With Andrew Painter's health up in the air, by the way, huge blow to, to the yeah, season. Um, I'm not saying sky is falling, of course, but Andrew Painter was somebody this entire city was excited to see. A 19-year-old phenom. Finally a good prospect. <laughs> finally, finally a good prospect. And here we are. He, he, you know, he gets hurt, and we're not going to see him I this year. I don't mean to get, like, Reese Hoskins culty about uh, Aaron Nola. But, like, I not, hope you don't do that. Not re-signing Aaron Nola would, like, just kind of suck. Like, he, I'm going to kind of say the things, like I said. Well, like, you're not a big Aaron Nola guy. I'm not, like, I don't think that he is, like, a, a for sure number one. Like, I think that's what Zach Wheeler is. Like, on this team, at least. And, you know, if Zach Wheeler, you know, fell off or needed to leave, we'd have to bring someone else in to be our true number one because I don't think Nola is that. But still, Nola is, like, the cons- he's the constant. Like, he's consistent. He he isn't amazing, but he's good. And he's, like, just – he is our guy. Like, I know people say that about Reese and they use it as an excuse, like, for all his shit. But, like, Aaron Nola is way better at his job than Reese Hoskins is a- at his. So a- Aaron I Nola- feel a little more comfortable saying this about Nola. I- I- he's just our guy. And, like – I don't know. Like I'm just I think he's consistent enough and I want him to be here until he either, you know, gets older and like wants to go somewhere else or like just retires, whatever. Well, you said the word consistent, and that is absolutely Aaronola. 
Aaron Nola will give you what he gives you every single year, which is durability. Uh, he will he will lead the he will lead the staff by far in innings pitched. If you let somebody like that walk with an aging Zach Wheeler who's already having, like you mentioned last season, velocity issues, which when when you don't have velocity and you're a pitcher like Zach Wheeler, you're cooked. You're going up there. You're Noah Syndergaard, yeah, like pretty much. Noah's your workhorse. Noah's your workhorse. And listen, I don't know what the right price is going to be. The right answer is to let Ranger Suarez be your number one because he's next up. Well, he's also dealing with his own own injuries, and we love Ranger here. This is a Ranger Suarez podcast. Many people forget that he pitched a shutout outing in uh, the World Series and didn't win. But this is what I'm saying, though. My my entire point is your window right now with who knows how long you you have a rotation. Who knows? You have to lock Aaron Nola up because if you don't, your window is this year. Because you only will go as far as your starting pitching staff takes you. And if you lose Aaron Nola, who you don't think is an ace, which I understand. Ace is a, ace is a funny word because we throw it around. And I was about to say, it's thrown around loosely, and that's why I don't throw it to Nola. It I, I don't think that he fits it. it doesn't I, mean you he's can not make good. an argument, though, that, that he is an ace, that he has ace-like qualities. Okay, You can, you can make but that argument. You, you make a, the point is 100% true. If you lose him and like Zach Wheeler truly does start deteriorating, who else? No, you're cooked. Who else but, is it? Because like, we, we joke, and like... Rangers legitimately like pretty solid, but like he's not a number one. No, I mean, two, listen, or I, even like a three, really. All the Rangers eh, Suarez three, three. I could see all, all the Rangers Suarez love. Really, he's awesome. Yeah. Don't, it's, you're about to say it pisses no, you off, aren't no, you? No, it doesn't piss me off at oh, all. Okay, I just keep <laughs> thinking back to the playoff game against the Braves, where he couldn't get out of the first or second inning. Just kept walking, walking, walking. Disaster. That was rough. And he will give you those starts. He made up for more, it by pitching that shutout outing. Yeah, he did. But he will give you those starts more often than I, that I would like to see. It. I know he did, but he will give <laughs> he, you those. Up, what, no, they runs? didn't. He will. Give, no, they didn't. He will give you those trash starts <laughs> more often than not, and I would like to see him cut back on that. Question: His, Yes. If you're questioning that somebody's an ace, doesn't that make him not an ace by default? No, because because isn't that such such a hierarchy? Yeah, I would like to say that ace should be someone that you're like like Jacob Degrom. You look at him, you're like, okay, ace. Like you just know. Like like it should be so. It shouldn't be like, well, maybe it's just like yes or no. Well, no, I and I think that that's accurate. But with Nola, it's I don't know, man. Maybe it's, then he's not an ace. I I think that he's a borderline ace. I think Taylor summing it up. I think the way Taylor summing it up works ace. though. Like there are certain guys are in the league you look at and no one would question you. Sandy Alcantara, the, like. Ace. No one would question you yeah. saying yeah. that. Consecutive around so, fan bases. So an ace, right. an ace, and I agree, should be okay. This guy's a surefire number one pitcher. Like saying yeah. Nola's Any rotation in the week. Saying exactly. Nola's an ace would get you. Say Nola's an ace in front of ten people that are just random MLB fans, and I guarantee you, at least half that room is questioning that. And I can't say Aaron Nola is a number one on all thirty major league teams, but I don't see him being anywhere under a. Two, I think two is where he sits comfortably. I mean, that's where he sits pretty well. I mean, on the Orioles, Kyle Gibson is their no- it's their opening day starter tomorrow. Kyle Gibson is their opening day starter. Uh, nothing made me happier. Oh my Ky- god! My two favorite moments of the offseason that had nothing to do with the Phillies, but you know, former Phillies, Kyle Gibson being their number one, and Zach Eflin getting like what the largest contract in in Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay Rays. Race. Hell yeah! <laughs> that's my that is my favorite <laughs> fucking thing ever. So three three million dollars. <laughs> the largest free agent contract in Rays history went to Zach Eflin. I love that the Rays because they just have like the best farm system, pump out all these stars, and don't even bother ever paying them. No, they they, they don't. So pay. so they're the Miami Heat. Pretty, yeah. uh, I guess. 
Makes uh, sense. I guess that's a, that's a decent baseball connection. Ranger right Suarez gave up one run in that postseason. Start. Do you understand what I'm talking <laughs> about, though? <laughs> was your heart not about to explode out of your chest watching that disastrous first yeah, or second he inning? He did whatever what great pitchers do. He battled. Oh, great pitchers. He don't battled. Give, don't give me Ranger Suarez. A-C-E. And what's this thing where everyone who ever talks about Ranger Suarez, he's got ice water in his veins. He doesn't get afraid of the big moments. Well, he sure looked afraid to face that goddamn Atlanta Braves uh, lineup, didn't One he? One run. Is he? he looked afraid. How many walks? How many? What's the walk? He's got strike? contaminated yeah. water in his what, veins. What's it? Dirty five water. Five walks, five Ks. Five ah, walks, yeah. five Ks. Not good enough. That's not a great pitcher. One run. That's all that matters. That is a playoff ah, yeah. start. He only got he only got through three and a third. Okay, that's great with the bullpen <laughs> that was shot at that point. I can't believe they were up 2-1 and lost the World Series. Uh, don't even You can't it. believe it? Don't take me back. What do you mean you can't believe I it? I can't believe cheated. it, but like yes. it also sucks. They cheated. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But They cheated. I, I, I want to touch on another young player that needs whoa, to rebound. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that needs to rebound. All right. You're coming um, hot, sir. Not that Nick Castellanos is young, but we need a rebound season from Bryson Stott. Now, this is a controversial statement What's because, of course, from? when he got called up, uh, from the time he got called back up after he was demoted, he hit pretty well. But a full, consistent season from Bryson Stott at the plate is something we need. And I think he's he was at the end of the season. He was putting together at bats like a veteran. Uh, yes, but uh, he was he trash was the in the playoffs. Absolute the garbage, especially in the World he Series. He put together some of the best. He at, couldn't. At that's the thing. He needs to put got outclassed by Jeremy Pena. He needs to put together the hits, but he knows how to. Put the other not bat, dude. I oh could, yeah, I, I could do. I, I could. Uh, Don't do it. Give you a professional major league at bat. No, you couldn't. Yes, Stop. I. Absolutely. Oh my god, ha- this is absolutely. your. ES- this worst. is literally your ESP moment. Uh, you oh are gosh. the worst. I could luck in myself into a home run. Well, first of all, ESP has good fashion. When's the last time you held a bat? The last. Time, I I play baseball still, Taylor. I still play. Please. When? Oh. Inform me. I Seamus, are you one of, I, I 100% see you as one of the guys dressing up in the 1900s uniforms <laughs> playing those. I, like I, the really I, baggy. Oh, no, I, I, you do play that league. This is not? the baseball. And now I got the mustache. 1,000%. This is the baseball version no, of the guy at the YMCA that's like, yo, I, I swear, if you put me in a game, I, I could put up a couple points. Wait, wait. Before Seamus answers. Continue to attack me. What does Vin, Vince, what do you know about Seamus playing baseball in the past five years? Nothing. And what, 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 maybe what? I just don't know. I'm being honest. Maybe I just have no idea. Taylor that you wants go me off to be. The, you're unaware no. of greatness. Can yeah. I defend myself real quick instead of no, having no, three people ahead. scream at me? Well, Vince <laughs> wasn't here to defend him. I feel like That's I'm at. True. A, I yeah, feel right. like I'm at a Don Rickles road. I had to listen to that fucking podcast at work. And I was torn <laughs> up. All right. Well, anyway, I, I do play baseball because I have a baseball field in my backyard. Ranger Suarez would so strike go, you out in three. Wait, wait, wait. Let him cook. I go out there. During nice spring and summer days with my friends that I have definitely, and <laughs> they throw me batting practice. <laughs> you you expect me to believe this? From the neighborhood, and I Socko? Hit, yes, and I hit <laughs> bombs. Okay, so they're twelve years old. They're well, the kids in the neighborhood. No, I don't play with twelve-year-olds. Stop that. No, but my dad throws. Yeah, you're not me. Bruce Springsteen. My <laughs> hey, little girl, is your daddy home? Seamus, Ranger Suarez would strike you out in three pitches. <laughs> Okay, dude, I'm not in the major league. <laughs> you just said you could put together a major league at bat. Yes, I can put together a major league at bat. That doesn't mean I'm against a major wait, league wait, pitcher. He, he, he gets... could he could walk to the plate. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's correct. That's a major league at bat. Uh, okay, fair. Vince, I know you're new to baseball and you don't know anything Ooh, about the sport, but uh, here's what I mean by that. 
I mean going up there and laying off the pitches that <laughs> Nick Castellanos <laughs> fucking swings at. I guarantee you, I could you do would that. swing at it. Uh, no, I could easily. Uh, yeah, the twelve-year-olds in the neighborhood are throwing you like right, sinkers. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Let's get off this. How do we go from Bryson Stott to, to slander? No, because all I was saying was Bryson put <laughs> together a fantastic at bat. He was battling. Get, when little Timmy gets back from Tommy John's, oh you're, yeah. Done. Yeah. Oh you're done for. All right, I'm just gonna. Walk Seamus off. is playing with the neighborhood kids, talking about like you know if I didn't Jacob have that, from the cul-de-sac. If I, if no. I didn't have that knee injury in 2012, man, who knows what I could have. This become. is my. I had I had Blue Jays scouts watching me in high school, kids. No, this is my Whoopi Goldberg joy. Behar moment on the view when they walked out. On Only Bill you would because you right. said this something is, insane. Is, I'm going to walk no, out in no, no, disgrace. No. Oh, can we can we uh, just acknowledge how absurd what he just did was? Yes. Only you would bring up a, uh, a Whoopi Goldberg, <laughs> Joy Behar, whoever moment. Joy Behar, get this it right. is my. My the view moment. What the fuck? How old are you? Well, the veterans in the audience. Between this not. and watching the, the young veterans. and the restless, you truly are like just a middle aged person. Back to Bryson Stott. Yeah, he okay, needs to anyway. put together. <laughs> A more consistent offensive season. Sure. Now, and this is why I think it will work. At least he ended the season on a high, though. Like, yeah. I know the playoffs were oh a little rough, God. but this is why it will work. He's moving from a position that is not the easiest to play in shortstop, obviously. one. I mean, one of the things about shortstop is your most talented guy is either there or in center field. And Trey Turner, uh, obviously, is taking over the reins of shortstop. Bryson Stott moving to second base is going to help him tremendously at the plate. He's not going to be thinking about defense as much. Now, listen, he had a great defensive year. There's no doubt about it. He could hold his own, hold his own at shortstop. But I think he was focusing a lot more on defense than he was at a, on offense last year, hence the reason he got sent down. But I think that Bryson Stock can give you a 280 season with 12, 13 home runs. And if he could do that, I'm set. I'm absolutely set. In fact, I think that Bryson Stott is more or less a top-of-the-order guy. Now, on this team, he isn't. On this team, he isn't because it's constructed insanely because we have so many guys that can do well at the top of the order. He's probably going to be your number nine guy, and I hope he is. What do you think about that? Having Bryson Stott, a contact guy, bat ninth, so you really just have two leadoff hitters. Two leadoff hitters. That's, that's I think, is absolutely genius, and it was one thing that Ryan Sandberg did pretty well. He would hit the uh, the, the pitcher eighth, and would go for a more contact guy at nine. So I am predicting a big rebound season for Stott. And Vince, he was outclassed. You you have to admit, he was outclassed in that World <laughs> Series by Jeremy Pena. You have Jeremy to. Pena's better than him. I, I know that, but I'm it's just... It's not like I'm going to sit here and debate you on that. Well, you need you need more from Bryson Stott like, offensively like, this year. Man, Bryson Stott was you know outclassed by like... Then just insert like the best. Pl- Bryson Stott was really outclassed by Shohei Otani. Well, in that I mean, game it w- like, headline yeah. rookie gets outclassed by MLB. Well, veteran. Don't give me the the rookie bullshit because I I just think you kind of not. The, he didn't show up at I, all. I don't know if you're doing this or not, but like the whole like oh he got demoted and like using that against him thing. What? How did I use that against I, I'm him? Not, I didn't. I said I don't know if you are, but I'm just saying like if anything that should be kind of like he should be celebrated because he did he did it the right way. He came up and he clearly improved from that. Yeah, I, and I think that's great. I'm just saying I hope that that carries over. I just don't. I don't know if I necessarily agree with calling it a rebound season. I don't think he has to rebound. Oh, uh, it's it's a rebound. Season. I think he ended the season on a uh, discluding the playoffs because yes, rookie whatever. But he ended the season like very nicely. It was a disaster. I mean, before he got set down, it was an absolute train wreck. He was not putting together good at-bats. I agree. I just hope that he doesn't revert back to that. 
Now I hoping agree. for a more consistent season, like a full season, which would be a rebound. doesn't mean he has to. I don't. I don't. Agree. In my opinion, it's a rebound. A rebound is what Castellanos is having. Right, it's it's a, have it, to do. it doesn't matter. Like where you have a dog shit season and then you go back to like what you were. I hope he has a consistent offensive year, and I think he will. I, I, I think agree. I think he will. And losing Gene Segura, oh, isn't that a horrible thing? It's another thing that people are talking about. Oh, we're going to miss Gene Segura's contact. Are we really? We got Trey Turner. We're going to miss Gene Segura's contact when Trey fucking Turner is your leadoff hitter. This is like when people uh, reacted to the Harden trade by being like, but Seth Curry. Yeah. It's like, fucking relax. We're we, getting we, one of the best players like in baseball to... We hang Basically on replace to these Gene Segura. We hang on to these not only utility obscure players like Nick Maton and Matt Beerling, but we really hold on to uh, aging veterans that don't really give you much outside of a 300 batting average. I'd love to know what life as a sports fan in other cities is like if they also attach themselves to like the randomest fucking players. Well, guess what? People are going to have a nervous breakdown when Matt Matt Beerling wins American League Player <laughs> of the Week. Uh, uh, for for the first week of the season, they're going to have an absolute nervous breakdown because Veerling is their projected leadoff. You think they're going to kill his uh, car shield commercials? Uh, listen, I hope not. I, I enjoyed those car shield commercials, and you know, God bless Matt Veerling. All right, but when you have an opportunity to get a uh, flame throwing reliever in exchange for two obscure utility players, then God damn Can it, that's a good trade. Uh, we've been going on about the Phillies for a while, um, but uh, real quick, I want to say also. Can we talk about the ridiculous, ridiculous, stupid uh, ejection of JT Ronito? That I don't even understand it. So, dude, we are in maybe right now, and this goes across all the sports I watch at least, like especially basketball and looking like baseball, officiating is at an all-time low at the moment. It is so bad. Across, Hockey, it's bad, too. It's so bad across the board. And this, first of all, congratulations to this umpire who played himself because he will not be umping a professional game again for a while because this is a guy who got called up to ump this game yeah he's well he, 10 umpires retired man. i mean he fucked himself so he's done but like what There's is a the, shortage like, so craig craig kimbrell probably should have been the one to get ejected if he was going to eject someone he was the one that threw the ball you know back and forth and then i mean jt just put his hand back and how the fuck is he supposed to know when the ball's coming he probably the pitch before the umpire threw the ball directly to kimbrell and then when JT realized, hey, the ball isn't in my glove yet, he probably just thought the ump was going to throw it to Kimbrell himself. Yeah, it was it was absurd. And the worst part of it it's was so the crew chief after the game saying, no, he didn't do anything wrong. Well, because they're in this fucking union and no, they have but, to just protect their own. And You don't have to protect a rookie umpire who, who doesn't know anything about the game of baseball, obviously. Dude, these umpires going on a power and trip. these refs in basketball, they act like people are there to see them. Shut the fuck up. They make it about themselves. Sit back and... I, I don't give a fuck if JT Romuto does embarrass you. Fuck you. Who are you? Embarrassed? I don't care. Imagine the ego on this guy. Who the fuck are you? He's embarrassed by JT Romuto, who's objectively the best player of his position in the game. He was so clearly an accident. At a Grapefruit League spring training game that nobody cares it about. Was so clearly that an nobody's accident. watching. JT's first ejection. Yeah, right. So, like, this of is a guy that, ever? like... Of his career? Yes. He's never been ejected. First That's ejection. even more embarrassing. Right, so this is, like, a guy that, like, if you're a actually, like, good umpire, you would, like, be able to realize, like, okay, like, JT's never been thrown out. Like, he never has problems like this. He wouldn't just try to do this for no reason. He like, kind of looked like... It was clearly an accident. He like, kind of looked like Brett Gardner a little bit, the umpire. I, I, I got Brett Gardner vibes. When Rob Thompson talked to the ump, you can see the ump just go, well... Yeah, that, oh, That was yeah. his response. Yeah, well, yeah very, very well, you know... He's going to be. Can't a, take it back now. That's another. He's going to fit right in. Another problem with officiating and umping. I don't know if like this is like against our rules, but like, what? 
he couldn't just let JT stay after that? Like, after it was explained away? Like, just, okay, never mind? Like, that's the thing. They have such big well, egos. I mean, they, you can't take back an ejection once you've they have already... Such, they have such big egos, though, they won't even admit they're wrong. Yeah, it's a, and baseball, baseball's got the whole thing, right? With the ejection, yeah. the whole hand motion, like, get out of here! Like, it's a whole thing. Well, So he was probably dying to throw his... He, basketball just, got, he bas- just got called up to the major leagues, right? A 10 umpires just retired, so he's like, I'm probably set for life up here. I want to throw someone the fuck out. Standing I in front do- of the mirror. Yes. Practicing. He's, he's looking at himself in the mirror before he goes to work, yeah. and he's saying, okay, how can I be Joe West and Angel Hernandez uh, mixed together? How can I be both of those guys? Oh, yeah, just go ahead, get out of here, and, and and do it to an innocent innocent bystander, is what JT Romero. He was an innocent bystander. Kimbrell should have been the one ejected. If you were going to eject anybody. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I agree 100% with that. But yeah, umpires... The more upstaging act was Kimbrell throwing the ball back and forth pretty much. Ooh, here's a little here here's a little bet. First Philly to be ejected this season. Who do you think it is? Um, now, remember, you got new personalities in there. Yeah, I'll say Kyle Schwarber. Do you think Schwarber's is going to be the first one? I, I don't... I don't even know how to guess this, so yeah. I, sure. I need to see Trey I Turner. Think, you know why I'm guessing? I'm guessing because he had my favorite ejection of last year where he was basically like, both sides think you fucking suck. Oh, that was an epic ejection. Oh, I was there. Oh, my God. That was a, a truly electric the ejection. Game, it, it saved the game. It yeah. saved the game because that was a dog shit oh, game. Oh, it was terrible. Uh, because of Angel Hernandez, yes. pretty much. But I need a... I, all right, here's how sick I am. I think about these like random moments during the baseball season. I'm thinking about a blowout at the end of April. We're on the losing end of that blowout, all right? We're getting blown out like 12 to 10. 12 to 10? <laughs> what a blowout. That's a two-point game. All right, we'll make it 12 to 3. We're getting blown out. It's a real blowout. Trey Turner is so pissed off by the by the underperformance of Nick Castellanos, and it's been carried the entire month so far, that he's going to do something egregious to an umpire. He's going to start screaming at an umpire for calling a strike on him, and he's going to get thrown out, and then he's going to go into Castellanos' face and be like, let's fucking go, and then they're going to go on a 15-game winning streak. I was waiting for that to turn homoerotic at some point. Like, I was waiting for that to take a turn where, like, Trey Turner kissed Nick Castellanos. That's just how I imagine your brain works. Fan fiction. Yeah, like some fanfic. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Seamus being a sicko, now that he's in the gambling, I truly oh, can't wait. Oh, I truly can't wait for tomorrow because tomorrow I'm going to get your ass I'm kicked. staying away from baseball. No, you are not. No, Absolutely. You are Except for liar. live betting. <laughs> that'll that, that'll that last. Seamus, Sundays only. Seamus, that'll last for a week. And I, I, can, I, to be fair, I cannot wait to see you explore the world of gambling baseball. I'm a rambler. You're going to get crushed. No, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere near it, Taylor. We'll see. I took your advice. We'll see. A couple weeks ago, you said... Oh boy, Seamus, when baseball season comes, you're going to be a disaster or something along those lines. And I was like, well, he's trying to tell me that I'm going to lose a lot of money if I do this. Yes. So I'm going to stay away from it. I'm going to stick with Taiwanese basketball. All right. <laughs> I'm going to stick with Polish soccer. And I'm staying away from the Phillies. The fact that Seamus sent a ticket of his first ga- like bet ever <laughs> and it was a Polish soccer game, I was baffled. It, it was one of the fun. Did it bets. hit? Yeah, it hit. I, I thought he was joking. Yeah, his response. Minus thirty five hundred. He's a big gambler, Vince. So I was like, "Hey, maybe this is going to impress Vince." His response was like, "What is this?" I was very mundane, and I was kind of upset. I didn't even know what I was looking at. Well, I mean, you could do your due diligence and just, you know, type. Oh yeah, I should, you know, every now and then check in on the standings of the Polish soccer league. Whatever. Just gotta use promo code Seamus on. (laughs) (laughs) But I will not. I will not do that. I will not bet on the Phillies at least. Yes, you will. Other baseball games, maybe. Literally last week, didn't you say you were going to bet on every Phillies game? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I've changed my mind. 
because okay. I, I'm you gonna know, a be lot too, ha- a lot of changes about a person in one week. I'm, go- I'm going to be too invested in this season, man. I'm I'm more excited about this. There's season. There's no way to get more invested than you already are than putting money on yeah. the games. I'm more excited for this season than I than I have been since probably 2011. 2011. Speaking of, can we discuss the ring that you have on your finger? So I am sporting for uh, for the YouTube audience. I am sporting a Mike Schmidt 1980. World Series ring. It's not real, oh. so don't be confused. Oh, really? It is a wow. replica Mike Schmidt uh, ring. <laughs> Who and would have thought a replica? It was one of the finer giveaways that the Phillies had. Oh no! <laughs> and it was a beautiful thing. <laughs> and I am in the minority of having this because I think it was only the first twenty thousand people got them. So you know, it's something that I love, and for the right price, it could be yours. Uh, uh, my ad is at St. James. Let if you're interested. Taylor, it is very heavy. No, it's not. Now, I don't want to break the studio, all right? I mean, that's how heavy this thing is. This could, this will crush your hand. Vince, I'm going to pass it to you. We're doing show and tell. Yeah, we're doing show and now. tell here on Friday. If I would have known, I would have brought something fun. It is a beautiful um, It's a beautiful ring, Taylor. Ooh. What do you think? This thing's got a lot of wares. I can see a lot of grime on it. Describe it for the audience, though. <laughs> it's grimy. Grimy? <laughs> how right. long have you had this for? Well, Taylor's not helping me up the value at all, uh, so I appreciate that. But, yeah, I, I wear this every day. There's a Phillies game on ever since I got it. You are a freak. So you broke the you broke well, the tradition. No, opening day is tomorrow, so this is like Christmas Eve special dispensation. This is the Phillies are technically playing today. Dispensation. The Phillies are playing today. They're technically playing today. This is allowed. <laughs> what? Why? Is, well, I mean, like it's it's seven o'clock. It's if you ra- round up, it's basically tomorrow. It's basically tomorrow. By the time they're listening to this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Okay. But seriously, Phillies season. Every game they play, and also opening day eve now, I wear this. And it brings them good luck. Hey, listen, we got to the World Series last year, did we not? You're a freak. I, I know Seamus will be gambling baseball, and I'm so excited because it's going to be fun. I'm, not gonna, I'm simply not going to gamble on baseball. Yes, you are, and then you're going to complain to us about it. You think, yes. well, we're, we're going to create a segment called uh, Seamus' uh, Corner. All right. He's going to get so mad when he puts an Alec Boom anytime home run. <laughs> I got really hot was, for Yeah, how how homery is this going to get? I got really oh, very. I got really hot gambling for like a week and I'm back to earth now. I I text I text Taylor when I get good ones. I got the the TCU plus four and a half against uh, Gonzaga. That was the the peak nah, of my life. Yeah, that that shot going in with point seven seconds left from half court Wolf. is the peak of my life. I'm convinced Taylor because I'm always on the opposite end of yeah. shit like that. I'm convinced Taylor only watches sports because he has money on it. Is that true? Uh, probably. If I think there's an edge, yeah. Like you have no interest in like Shamus, for example the 76ers. Shamus, I'm going to give you like I'm going to give you wait, a wait, 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 wait. Just because I hate the Sixers doesn't mean I hate all sports. No, that's true. That's a good you point. Can still, you can still you can still enjoy the sport of basketball. That's Speaking yeah. of which is a good transition into the Sixers, but who it, suck. I'm going to give you a tip. Yeah. Seamus, if you want to get, you know, you always want to get closer to Taylor and, you know, always. further your relationship, start gambling and text him about it. Yeah. I, I should start doing I that. I text Me and Taylor text back and forth whenever we have games going on that we are both interested in. Why did you tell me that? I'm telling you it so that you can get into gambling yeah. and, and take this to the there, next you, step. You guys, t- wait, how often are you guys texting? <laughs> there, there was something <laughs> fishy about the FAU Sweet 16 line that we were discussing. There, yeah, there was. FAU Sweet 16 line. Who's? F- yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, the who who's oh, whatever. the owls. <laughs> the owls. <laughs> whatever. All right. Anyway, that's the Phillies. One <laughs> uh, gambler. I can't. Yeah. Wait. I, I'm very opening I call day. That often. Opening day is like for, I guess like opening day of most sports, but it really actually only football and be- baseball. Now that I'm thinking about it, opening day for basketball is kind of like meh. But like, oh look, it's game number one of the eight thousand that don't matter. 
Are, are we talking about baseball? Wait, are, are we talking about baseball? <laughs> yeah. I'm talking no, about basketball. No, but like, I'll oh, give baseball yeah. this, though. Like, uh, opening it's day. Because the one you don't care about as much. Opening yeah, exactly. day of the MLB like, has like a vibe to it. Like, you just feel. It's <laughs> and like, then the vibe ends. The vibe the next ends, day. but the vibe ends sometimes by the second like, inning. NF- <laughs> NFL, the first game or the first week uh, you is can't electric. Beat it. Yeah, and you can't. That's beat it. number one, but opening day has such a distinct feeling. Well, Mike Trout said it best. He said, like, what's the weather tomorrow? You know, you know be- what Mike Trout said about baseball? You know, the, the typical lines, like, Oh, the crack of the bat, the smell of the hot dogs, the the, the not shout- loving the weather for tomorrow. The, the shouting of the ice cold beer guy, and then losing a thousand games with two of the best players in the sport. I'm Mike Trout, and I approve this message. Yeah, death taxes and Mike Trout being able to attend any Eagles game in October. He'd like. He's the biggest um, loser. I'm not loving the weather for tomorrow, though. The what weather's we a what big we part. It's high of 47, man. The weather. Uh, Who no, cares? They're in Texas. We have we have now degraded ourselves to reading weather live on the air. Why does it matter? Why does it matter? What opening it's like? doors in Texas. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, but dude, yeah. no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying like for myself, opening day baseball. Like I, Get if I close my eyes, on, I picture yeah. it as like a, sp- a beautiful spring day. Spring day. It's like 55, maybe 60 degrees with a light breeze. You can throw on shorts. Well, from my but experience, like 47 degrees ain't getting me there. But no, it doesn't even look like there's going to be much sun. See, I have the opposite expectations because I've gone to opening days for years and years and years at Citizens Bank Park, and it has always been cold as shit. Freezing well, cold. I will listen for my recent baseball memory. I will always remember the year. Uh, I think it was the was it the year we got Bryce that Andrew McCutcheon hit a leadoff home run. Yes, that was that. That was the same year. That was that was the peak of my opening opening day baseball vibes from oh, like the last dude, decade. There was such a buzz in the air that day. There was that. It was the, the, the debut of Bryce Harper. A Reese Hoskins a grand slam, by the way. Beautiful spring day. I had the door open. Yeah. I had my jersey on. had the shorts on. And then Andrew McCutcheon Andrew hits a home McCutcheon. run in the first at bat. Last year was great, too, with the Kyle Schwarber You couldn't tell me shit run. in that moment. The, but, but the Kyle Schwarber leadoff home run was kind of weird because it's like you're playing the Oakland A's. Like, you know what I mean? Who were like, we playing when McCutcheon The Braves. Oh. That was huge. And it was Bryce Harper's debut. He, you know, we booed him, by the way. I didn't, but he got booed that day because he struck oh, out like three dude, times. Get, dude, how funny is it? Like, this is I'm gonna, I'm going to use this to transition in the basketball. I was going to say I thought we were talking I, about I the Sixers. I am. Like I, I, I'm going to. Um, Kyrie Irving, <laughs> Kyrie Irving in a comment. I think that he got they got booed in in Dallas, and he was like, he basically said something to the effect of like, I'd like to see the fans try to come fucking do what I do, like basically something like that. And all I can think Sheamus about, could do it. All I can I <laughs> all I can think about is like, at least like. When athletes like truly do, most athletes, I will, I will not say all, but like the guys that we have currently playing, like Joel, Bryce, uh, Jalen, I don't know if he's dealt with this as much, but like at least when like they, the teams get booed, they come out after the game and they're mostly like, they just wanted to see us play better. That's it. Like they don't go like, I'd like to fucking see the fans get in here and, and do what we, like that's so Vince, corny. Let me and ask weird. you one thing though. Like shut up, Kyrie. L- let me ask you one thing. You're, you seem very shocked about this statement. C- when the source is Kyrie fucking no, Irving. I, Dude, yeah, that is yeah, so that. like on brand for Kyrie Irving to say something so tone deaf, so yeah. insane, so unhinged. It's like I expect him to say something. Dallas like that. has to be just wanting to kill themselves over trading for him because he is a hundred percent leaving. Not, no, he's not looking good. Leaving. Yeah, he is gone. Leaving. But you know what? I have to ask. Like, there's gonna be those teams that are like. You know, the girl who wants to date the bad boy and talks himself and they're like, I can fix him. I'm the bad boy. Who would even want Kyrie? Like, I get that he is the most talented player in the league, like, by like by far. One of the most talented players of all time, like, skill set-wise. He's still, like, one of the most efficient players right, right now. But, like, he just seems to be a cancer. But the, the Mavericks flat. are worse with him. 
Kyrie Irving, you are now a Washington Wizard. <laughs> like, like Dude, literally. I, I am so happy the, the, the Sixers didn't go near the him. The Mavericks are worse with him. He seems to just bring a bad negative vibe wherever he goes. He finds one way or another, whether it be the COVID vaccine or whether it be like personal reasons or whatever weird shit he's got or going aliens on, he or, doesn't you know. play. So like, yeah, there's going to be those teams that are obviously like he's one of the most talented guys. We can talk ourselves into him. But like, I don't even know like who's like, like who is wanting him this much at this point. Yeah, no. The team is the struggling Lakers. to sell tickets. That's very true. The Lakers, Lakers, yeah. That's it. LeBron will want him back. LeBron will probably want him back. Which, it, it would have been so... F- I wish he would have went to the Lakers just because, like, it would have been so funny if he came crawling back to LeBron after, like, I gotta get out of his shadow, and then everything else failed in his career. That would be very funny. So, Vince, we are currently in springtime, which, you know what that means for the basketball team? They start to go off the rails. So, it's basically, like... It's like a slow motion car accident, like, and we're getting to the point. It's like one of those commercials. We're like, we're like right before, like we're you know a little bit before I the car is about I to think make we're, contact. We're with absolutely car. beginning to make contact. I think we are starting to make mm. contact in a head-on collision here. I think we're we're making contact. We're kissing each other. All right, we're kissing. Well, no, we are not. We, <laughs> I wish. No, but we're kissing. The two cars are kissing. This is crazy. That's how crazy it is right now. Uh, it's it's so it's it's not good. What have they lost? Four in a row. Five. Four in a row. Four in a row. I mean, not not great. Well, um, but listen, let's start with the obvious thing, the thing everybody's talking about, and that is uh, Joel Embiid not playing in the marquee matchup. He's afraid. Nikola Jokic. So that is. I'll let you go first. Fraud. No, I don't actually think that he's afraid. Oh, okay. I'm I'm more so. I would very upset with the team, not Joel. So I I believe you know Joel. I believe his injury was like serious, but. I, I don't know why in the world we played him in a road back-to-back without Harden, and then, you know, he got hurt in that game, and then they bring him out to play again, and then it's like, now he can't play, he needs to rest. Because why wasn't he sitting prior? Because Doc Rivers is incompetent, dude. Like, he's you know he's making It also decisions. does fall a little on Joel. No, it does fall on Joel. Because, like, he needs to have some of that, like, kind of mind space to be like, you know, like, listen... I'm trying to. Lo- I'm losing my train of thought MVP, here. MVP's I'm so frustrated. Over, by the way, what'd you say? MVP's over. I think. I, no, it's not. I think it's over. Listen, I get that everyone's like, "Oh, well, Joel probably doesn't care about MVP," but like, that is I think a it's a hundred li- percent. I, I think it's a lie, does. and I also think it's still like weak, dude. Like you, I'm not saying he ducked it on purpose. He probably really did have to sit out. But whether it's on the team or Joel, he should have been sitting out games prior so he could have played in that game because he should want to play against that guy. He should. That's the guy you directly get compared to. That is the guy who you are competing with for the MVP, whether you care or not. That is the guy who, if you don't do something about it, is going to be remembered as the most dominant big man of this generation, not you. I think that would have sealed it for Embiid if he had a great game, if he if yeah. he did what he did the first time. And the reason why that would have sh- sealed it for I'm him. I'm shutting down all the he's scared talk because the last time they played, he had 40 against them. But nobody's going to remember that. Money. No, right. You're right. What Nobody's going to remember it. I'm just saying they should have handled this better, and Joel should care more. Care more about playing against this guy. You know what the voters are going to think of at the, at the end of the day? They're going to think he's scared. Where was Embiid? Right. Where was he at the he's end? He's going to have you know. to go on a very hot streak to end the season to get that MVP. I don't, I don't see it. I, I I know there's a path, obviously, and he might be still the favorite. I don't know. I haven't checked. I think uh, Jokic is slightly the favorite And now. he's going to get it. He, listen, I mean, it is what it is. He's going to get it. But Joel's just going to have to put his... Focus on winning a championship. See, that's I would like to say it doesn't matter as long as we win a championship, but 
I, those words would almost choke me as they came out of my throat talking about the Sixers. It, it's just really look going forward. I, I just don't see this team doing anything past the second round. I'm back to that point. Welcome, now. welcome. To it's the, to but the rest it, but of it's us. so frustrating. And James Harden frustrates me to no end because number one, I love him. Okay, I was I do love James Harden. All right, when he plays well, which he has, he's had an unbelievable season for us. Sixers wouldn't be in this position without him. Obviously, and beating Harden to your best players. I just have this feeling in the back of my mind: we're going to get playoff James Harden. We're going to get him. He's going to disappear. He's he's really like that's my ultimate fear. And if James Harden disappears, what good is Joel Embiid? He can't carry that team to to an Eastern Conference Finals. He really can't. And that's my bar. That's that's all I want them to do is reach the Eastern Conference Finals right now. At this point, just get there. Yeah, so making, making the Conference Finals would be like a championship. So just get there. So Giannis is better than Embiid. I'm not saying Giannis is better than Embiid. I I'm just saying Giannis I, can take can carry a team to at least a conference finals by himself. Yeah. So I mean, maybe uh, is it like a hot take? Giannis is better than Embiid. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. I don't like him enough. I don't think that's like a hot take. I, I guess. feel like most Sixers fans would not admit that. I don't admit that. I I I, I mean, you're sitting right next to one. I think it's pretty close, but I don't think like it's like a cr- like I wouldn't be like, oh my god, yo, no, they're they're I would they're, prob- they're, I would probably I would probably same playing field. I would probably say, oh my god. Well, MB can't carry. Well, I will give you that. MB can't carry a team by himself. Obviously, also it doesn't help when like we have someone at coach who I think is incompetent. I and like like we said, it it was like, what's the point of Daryl? I remember we were talking about it last year when Daryl Morey and uh, Doc Rivers came out to talk to the press after the the loss in the playoffs. It's like, what was the point of that? Like, meaning I thought, and a lot of people thought that right after that last game, they were going to fire Doc Rivers. And it just didn't happen. The whole idea of like, oh, you know, once we get rid of Ben Simmons and Doc and Co- no, like, don't on. you need some new bl- like new life I'm in there? So, like, I'm a so different direction. Listen, Doc, I don't know. Doc Rivers is a players' coach, and they love him and they respect him, whatever. But I'm I'm ready to shut down this narrative of like, Doc Rivers is the greatest coach because he has like a shit ton of wins. He's been coaching forever. Yeah. No shit, he's gonna pile up wins. He's been a coach. Forever, and he has what one championship to show for it? Congratulations, your team was full of Hall of Famers. Yeah, and he's done what since? He makes up like eighty percent of the blown three-one leads in NBA playoff history. All right, so he is overrated as fuck. Overrated. Oh, he's got a million wins. Yeah, congratulations, dude. You've been coaching forever. No shit, you're gonna stack wins. Well, hopefully, Pat O'Leary. Has That's fun all tonight. I have to say about. Hopefully, that. he has fun tonight at the Sixers game. Uh, would, listen, would you ask I pop that question. Would say? Would you ask Pop? Would you ask Pop? You don't belong to even. You don't belong no, in this not a conversation as Pop. No, he's also like one of the biggest egomaniacs I've ever it's seen. It's fucking crazy. Like, and then like, how dare you like question ever? I've said a million oh, times last year when DeAndre Jordan. Oh, is DeAndre Jordan going to be the star? Yes. Yes. You can. Yes, he is going he's to be the stubborn. starter. He's, know that he's he, stubborn. Dude, he, he thinks he's go, so great. He won't go back on anything he's wrong about. He just. Mm. He's just a jackass. He's like overly pompous. He's Joe Girardi. Yeah, he basically is. He is Joe Girardi. That's actually a pretty good comp. They both like, held back Hall of Fame teams. They both won one championship that should have won multiple. Well, I agree with that. And the Sixers need to find their Rob Thompson. And, like, I've said it a million times in this podcast, but like, like again, you hear the players like, oh, he doesn't really make us coach. And then I watch the players not care routinely. Practice? Or practice, yeah. sorry. I don't make the play- he doesn't make the players practice, and then I routinely see them not giving a fuck in games. And it's like, well, that's well, a direct fucking why. result. And then you got you throw P.J. Tucker of me, out there. Part of, listen, as sad as I'm going to be, I actually I don't even know if I'll be sad if the Sixers lose in the second round. It, it's almost expected. Yes. It's expected. I wouldn't yes. even, I wouldn't be sad. I would be 
where I am right now. I Why would are you cheering, it. Taylor? But even because he's on my side. Part what, of what, me. But what exactly is your side? Pawn. Part of me might even be happy because Doc would get fired 100%. There'd be no question. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt. So at least we'd be moving into possibly a new chapter. But So, Vince, are you, it, are you like kind of rooting no, for I'm that not, to happen? I'm not rooting for that to happen. I would. I you, think you are. I think you're secretly I, rooting. I am. So, Taylor, you're, you're yep. on the record for rooting for that. I want the fucking yeah. Sixers to win so bad, but, is but it they just, just won't do it. Taylor, let me ask you this. Yeah. Is it strictly because of the head coach? Uh, you want them to lose so the head coach gets fired? I because there's no I'd, other reason to want them to lose. It just seems clear as day. Either obvious. that or you want Embiid gone. It's it, just how it's going to happen. It, it's clear as day obvious that their best shot was the Toronto series that they got their fucking hearts I think crushed in. I think their best shot was 2021 against the Hawks uh, that year. No, and they, and no they, I don't think, think so. so. I, ben said, who could have predicted that unimaginable um, um, collapse? Yeah. Unimaginable collapse. Yeah, that's true. I, I think that team was so good that year. They were the one seed. I know that it like one seeds and all that shit doesn't mean as much once you get to the playoffs. But, but now like, you have James Harden, Taylor, future Hall of oh, Famer. We had him last year. I know we got to oh, wrap up. He was hurt. Last I know we got to wrap up in like just a couple minutes. But like he was hurt. My, last, my last rant is like about uh, we just said about seeding and everything. And I just want to talk about again like how fucking ridiculous it is that the MVP criteria does change every single year. And like. 2021, Joel Embiid was the one seed, and Nikola Jokic was the six seed, and Jokic gets it because, oh, he made more with less. And now this year, apparently, the seeding matters more, and they want a winner who's the one seed. But then when you even break down that argument, the fucking Nuggets have, like, what, one more win than the Sixers? The Nuggets would be the third or fourth seed in the East. Well, they just moved the goalpost, dude. The goalpost is moved every single year. And I'm not even saying, Joel, I, we'll see whether he deserves it or not at the end of this week. But, like, it's insane how the goalposts... Here's, but here's is, my shifts and wait, shifts and shifts. Here's it, my take about this, though, Taylor, real quick. I don't care if he wins the MVP or if he doesn't. I do. I, I really don't give a I shit. I do. I don't give a shit. You I win, do. Go win if, a fucking championship. Exactly. If you're it's si- not all about you. And he makes everything about no. him, it seems like, sometimes. I like what, He's a selfish no, player, no, no, no. dude. Fuck and that. I love him. Ooh. But he is a selfish player. What? Dude, you could tell that that's he wants that, dude. And that's all he cares about, I feel like. And that's all the fans care about. Like... The fans that are so obsessed, and that's all you've heard the past two, three weeks. Oh, and Beat always gets shit on. And Beat always gets. Who gives a fuck? They're going to shit on him. I do. They're going to shit on him. Go win a fucking championship, it's not, dude. It's not crazy to want your player, best players, to be recognized. Yeah, once again, wait, wait, wait. And obsessing wait, is especially stuff that's going to like matter when they're being looked back on in in history. What, wanting but and obsessing over it are two different things. I, the city obsesses over it. I did see a clip of um. Who's the guy, uh, Tim from ESPN, their main NBA guy? Tim Kirchin. No, Tim, that's their Tim baseball Legler. <laughs> Legler. Oh, Legs. I heard Legler on a clip saying, uh, for the past three years that I've called into Philly radio, they've always led with, why isn't Joel going to be the MVP? It's an infatuation. So it's been that it's an obsession. for the past three seasons. It's an obsession. They care more about Embiid winning MVP also, we're than they do winning a championship. Radio, they all hate him in this city. All the, who all the people it? that call into sports radio talk about how they how Joel Embiid's a baby. That's just did you true. listen to sports radio the day he after does. that Nuggets game or oh, the day off? Seamus well, is a big radio you, guy. Yeah, but the, the Denver game, I mean... You had people calling in calling him like a pussy, basically. <laughs> but that's because... dude. That's because they don't like him. No, I don't think so. I think it was an emotional, an emotional reaction. I don't think it's crazy for fans to like really want That's their all guys they care when they about, deserve dude. MVP. No, it's not, Seamus. I'm a prime example. I want fucking Joe Lowell Embiid to win an MVP very badly. I think he deserves it, but I, that doesn't mean very I don't badly. want them to win a championship. I, I don't. Th- I don't very badly want him to win MVP. I do. I, I the same do. way I very badly wanted Jalen Hurts to win. 
I, I just I just think a championship is more no, important. But getting past why are you acting like it has to be important. one or the other? Because it seems like that's the only thing that people are fixated on right now. It, it's not one is or the other. Sheamus getting screwed. Sheamus, if you put one on the table, two on the table in front of me, and said, "Here's Joel Embiid's MVP," or here's the NBA Finals, the Lombardi, the Lombardi, Lombardi trophy, trophy. the Larry O'Brien trophy. Which one are you picking? I'm picking the championship. Okay. It doesn't mean like, oh, Joel wins MVP, well, no, no championship now. I, I just Both don't, things can happen. I just don't understand the obsession. Also, why it. are we deluding ourselves? We know they're not going to win a championship. That's why I want Joel Embiid to win MVP. The flip because side, I know of, that. The, the the flip side sub- of that. You I know Embiid's not going to win the fucking MVP. Right, but my, so, my subconscious is telling me the Sixers are a second-round bounce, so please, Joel, at least get MVP to be our consolation trophy. All right, I don't care. That's it. That's from the nosebleeds. Yeah, and I don't care if he wins, <laughs> a, I don't care if he wins an MVP or if he doesn't. I just want a championship. All right, well, anyway... Pat, have fun watching that train wreck in in yeah. process. <laughs> Tell Dwayne Deadman I said hello. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, guys. Deadman uh, walking. We'll talk to you later.